and welcome to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. I'm Sarah Fellows, Communications Manager, and I'm here with Greg Lee, President and CEO of Nolan. How's it going, Greg? Good, Sarah. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, got a little bit of a different setup than we had the last time we did this. I guess it's necessary with the times, yeah. It is, it is. And we'll get we'll get back to the setup at uh, Quixie, but for now we figured this would work and we've got a lot of uh, really exciting things to talk about. So uh, before we get into any of that, uh, we'd like to start again with a safety moment and I understand you have one today. Yeah, I've got one that's kind of personal to me um, and it's pretty timely just given the time of year that we're in and people are going to be, you know, engaged in a lot of outdoor entertainment. So a really good friend of mine, who's actually my roommate in college, was in a really, uh, really scary car wreck a couple of weeks ago. And he was, uh, he was in Indiana going down the highway and a truck was coming towards him and a boat trailer became completely detached from the truck and came at him head on, hit his truck, uh, ripped the uh, roof off the cab. And uh, he was really lucky to, to walk away with minor injuries. So I think it's a big takeaway for everybody there, which is, boat owners, people who pull trailers, uh, as well as just public at large is trailer safety. And you know, you gotta make sure that your hitch is, is strapped correctly, make sure that your safety chains are on, make sure that all of your lights and trailer brakes are operable and that your tires have appropriate inflation. Uh, because there were several things that any one of them would have kept that incident from occurring and they all went wrong. So really a terrifying thing and, and no, no fault of his own. He was just a victim of circumstance. Fortunately, he's okay. But I think that's really something that especially trailer owners and people who are going to be pulling trailers mm -hmm. uh, over the course of the summer should keep in mind. Make absolutely sure you have those things fastened securely. That's a really good tip. Uh, and that's really scary. I'm glad to hear your friend's okay. Yeah. So um, we actually have a couple of really exciting things to talk about today um, and some changes and, and we thought we'd get all of our membership on uh, up to date with all of that. Um, first thing uh, is that right behind you and you can see this on the screen, we have a new logo, which is really exciting for us. Um, and Greg, uh, you were really the driving force behind this. And uh, so I wanted you to have a chance to talk about a little bit about kind of where we've come from in terms of, of logos and that kind of thing, some history, but also this new logo and, and what really that speaks to for us as we're moving forward um, as Nolan RECC. Right, so for those of you who are unaware and some of you may be unaware, we're about 82 years old now as an organization. And over the course of those 82 years, we've had roughly half a dozen logos or so. Uh, when Nolan RECC started, it was known as the REA, which just stood for Rural Electrification Administration. Um, and there was a really basic logo that just said REA for several years. And then we had the invention of something called Willie Wirehand, which was really sort of our, our national mascot, I guess you would say, for our electric cooperative industry. Uh, and he was on our logo and was on probably most co-ops logos over the course of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Um, then we had a couple of other generic type logos used in the, uh, in the 80s. And then in the early 90s, uh, my predecessor, Mickey Miller, uh, worked with a local artist named Rich Grinling. And in about 1992, they developed a really good and progressive logo for its time that has served us really well for the last 27, 28 years. Mm -hmm. 
And what we were trying to do here with the, with the new logo that you see behind me is maybe come up with something that's just a little bit more modern, a little bit more crisp. I think that, you know, a logo lasting for 28 years really speaks to how effective it was. Uh, but we just felt like it was probably time to update slightly, but we didn't want to totally lose touch with the logo that was outgoing. Right. So we've preserved some of the elements of that. The, the font of the Nolan word itself is the same. And we've kept some of the, uh, the lines, the horizontal lines on either side of the, of the uh, word Nolan. Uh, which is really a, a, a throwback to the, the outgoing logo. So we wanted to make sure we stayed connected to it all while updating it and, and kind of setting the stage for something that could serve us for the next 15 or 20 years, hopefully. And that really speaks to our experience at Nolin because we don't forget about where we came from ever. Um, it's always building on a tradition um, of, of really good things, uh, but, but always then looking toward the future and where we can continue to go. So uh, to me, I think that's really reflected in that and in, in the logo as well. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Um, obviously, you were very instrumental in making this happen. And we had several employees who, uh, you know, we would kind of bounce this idea off of. And, and there were a few of them that were really important in helping us kind of come to the prototype that we eventually settled on. So I think it's going to be a really good thing for us. Well, we're excited to continue to see it spread uh, in every place and on our trucks. And so uh, people will start to see that everywhere. Um, obviously, if they uh, when they got our, our annual report, they saw it there. Um, and that was really a, a progression of the logos on our annual report. So if, if you haven't checked that out yet, make sure you do, uh, because that all of that was a labor of love uh, around the, the new logo. So I just want to make sure the membership understands that over the course of the summer, you're going to start seeing a lot more of this one. Doesn't mean you won't see the current or outgoing logo at all but it'll take us probably three or four months to transition in full. And then we should be pretty much all publications would have the new logo on. That's right, that's right. Um, and so as we're moving through the summer, uh, this time of year is uh, big for us because we have our annual meeting. Uh, and we really wanna talk about that because annual meeting this year is, is by necessity gonna take a very different look. Um, and so, and we're still very excited about the way that it's gonna happen because we can continue to connect with our membership, uh, but it's just gonna look very different for us this year. So we wanted to talk about that. Greg, if you wanna just kind of walk us through what are the, I mean, kind of everything is changing in some ways. And then there, there are some things that are gonna be familiar, but uh, walk us through some of those changes. And, and I think it's, it's probably obvious why we're making some of those changes, but you can speak to that as well, uh, why some of this has come about. Yeah, obviously, with the circumstances uh, surrounding the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and, and the state guidelines that the governor has established for us, we can't really conduct all of our business as usual. And one of the most significant elements of that that's coming up this month is the annual meeting. So that's something that any given year, there's anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 members register for and probably 2,500 or 3,000 people attend. Right. Can't really have those kind of gatherings right now, unfortunately. Uh, but we do know that that is a special event for a lot of our members and something that they look forward to. And uh, anytime you come register, you get entered in for some, some raffles and some prizes and you get a, you get a bucket with you know, your light bulbs in it and, and some other items that we give out on an annual basis. And we wanna make sure that we still give our membership that opportunity. So what we're gonna be doing is starting on Wednesday the 17th, I believe, uh, from eight to 5 p.m. We are going to be doing um, drive-through registration here at the office. 
So folks can come by as long as they bring their membership card, they can drive through and we will register them. And then they are registered for prizes that will be uh, drawn on Friday. And they can also get, pick up their bucket at that time. Same thing Thursday, Thursday the 18th, they can come through uh, from eight to five, as well as Friday from eight to two. And then on Friday the 19th at 3 p.m., we're gonna have our business meeting here at our office in our meeting center. Now, unfortunately, just because of the social distancing restrictions, we can't really have a live audience, so to speak. Right. But Sarah, you've been instrumental in making sure that we're gonna have that streaming. Uh, that's gonna be uh, uh, done by HCEC TV, correct? Within, that's right, and, and that'll be streaming on our YouTube channel. Uh, so we'll have that live on there, yep. and then once, once that's streamed, uh, we'll have that on our YouTube channel indefinitely. So we'll post those links as soon as those uh, as soon as those go up. And uh, it's really important with the registration. You mentioned the times that people can do that. Those are really the only times for registration. Um, so we, you won't go through the drive-through. Say you know now and take care of that. You'll only come through on the 17th, 18th, or 19th. Uh, and there's going to be a special area for that. So. Um, our annual meeting committees worked really hard to make sure that there's a good traffic flow for that and you'll just have to watch the signs when you come in and uh, you'll know exactly where you have to go. Just watch for the tents and the signs. It'll direct you where you need to go for that. So yep, um, that's right. Yeah. So Greg, with the, the business meeting, it's going to be streamed. Um, and then you mentioned the drawings. Uh, that'll be a part of that as well. And people obviously, because they can't be, don't have to be present to win, which is a big change uh, for people who, you know, stay through the business meeting and, and can't wait to hear their name drawn. Um, we're because we can't do that this year people don't have to be here for that right right so that'll be nice just rest assured if you if you bring your membership card and you come at any point during the three-day drive-through registration you're in the kitty to be eligible for the prizes and then you can pick them up at a later date if necessary or they'd be sent to you that's not a problem and, and the other we did something a little new this year with for the kids uh, we're not giving away the bikes because again just trying to reduce that amount of contact uh, but we do have the coloring contest, so all of our memberships, uh, membership would have gotten uh, a coloring page in their registration packet um, in the mail. They can also pick up extra ones here in the drive-through if they have more than one child. And any child 12 and under of a member can submit that, that coloring, uh, and that's going to be randomly drawn, uh, just like the bikes would have been. Um, and 10 of those kids are going to get a, a $25 gift card. So uh, we wanted to still do something for our kids, and this is a way, too, of... And you mentioned Willie Wirehand. He's the one on the coloring page. And I have a fondness for Willie anyway. So um, it's fun. It's going to be fun to see all of mm -hmm. uh, the different coloring pages come in. And uh, we'll be able to highlight what our, our kids are doing as well with that. Yeah, I think it's a great way to keep them included. So that's really um, annual meeting in a nutshell. Um, so people can continue to, um, to see information about that. We'll have that on our website at nolanrecc.com. We've also posted that on our, our social media. We have a, a Facebook event. Um, and so all of those details are on there and uh, we'll start to post pictures the week of, of the signs that they'll be looking for and that kind of thing. So if you're, you know, if, if you're wondering a little bit more information, you can go to those sources and we'll have more information on that as well. So uh, the last piece, Greg, that um, I thought it was really important for us to talk about are the lobbies. Now, uh, because of, again, you've mentioned the COVID-19, everything that's going on, uh, we did shut down our lobbies uh, very early on. Uh, we did that to protect our membership and our and our employees. We've always had the drive-throughs open, uh, and we've also got plenty of other ways to to interact with us. But we did want to get our lobbies open uh, as soon as we thought it was safe to do so. 
um, and with the restrictions that, that are, of course, recommended to us. So we are going to be doing that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that timeline and what that's going to look like for us? Sure. Yeah. We really didn't have a choice but to alter business as normal uh, when this all sort of took off in the March timeframe. We were pretty much uh, one of the first adopters, I think, in our industry to go ahead and close the lobbies. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was purely precautionary. And ultimately, it's pretty, pretty much what everyone ended up doing. So um, with that being said, we've been very fortunate that whether it is through our various forms of social media or our website or the Smart Hub portal or the drive-throughs themselves, we've had many ways for our members to continue to conduct business with us. Uh, I think probably for several members who traditionally came into the lobby uh, to pay their bill, maybe now they've become familiar with another avenue that may benefit them moving forward, whether that's Smart Hub or uh, you know, through, the, through the mail or through the drive-through itself. Uh, we're really lucky that we've got multiple drive-through lanes here at the main office so we can conduct quite a bit of business. Um, and that's, that's kept us from really having, a, I guess, a workflow overload, so to speak. And obviously our phone lines are open and you can get in touch with us that way if you need us. But probably what we're going to do is have all of our employees, most of them are working here now, but some of them are still teleworking. But we're going to have all of them come back to the office uh, or offices on June 22nd. Um, and then that way our Fort Knox office, our Radcliffe office, and our Nolan office will be fully staffed at that point. And then one week later on June 29th, we're going to go ahead and open up the lobbies at the Radcliffe office and here at the E-Town office. Now, that will be done with some restrictions that we need to keep in place to preserve the health and safety of the membership and our employees. Mm -hmm. So on June 29th, when we do open the office, we're going to have some social distancing restrictions. We are going to require guests to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. um, if they don't have a mask, as long as we have them available, we're going to try to provide one for folks. If they don't want to wear a mask, they can still go through the drive-through and conduct their business that way. Uh, we are going to ask that we be kept down to one member per account that comes into the lobby, and that's just uh, keeping numbers as minimal as possible kind of thing. Right. So the lobby's going to look different than it has before. We've actually got some, some um, plexiglass guards up as a, a physical barrier uh, to keep germs from passing from one person to another. We've also got some stickers on the floor that help designate where to stand. And you'll notice that the seating is really staggered and spaced out versus the way it has been historically. So we're doing all that stuff to help you all, to help our employees. We're all in this together. So as long as, as, long as we can all adapt and overcome and be comfortable with segueing back in the direction of normal, I think things are gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll um, again we'll have uh, we'll have some pictures up on social media so you'll know what to expect. Uh, we'll make sure and get those uh, procedures up there and on our website. So if you have any questions um, about any of that, just go to nolanrecc.com and check out our especially our Facebook page, and we'll have um, we'll have plenty of opportunities for um, people to understand a little bit more about how that's going to work before they would ever come into the to the office. So. So Greg, thanks for uh, for joining me again today. I'm glad that we were able to get back to our, our episodes. We, we started this in February and then uh, had an unexpected break. So uh, we plan mm -hmm. to, to get back to a more regular schedule on this and, and hopefully people will join us for future episodes. Uh, you can find those anywhere you find your podcast and also on our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot, Greg, for joining me. All right, thank you, Sarah. Look forward to doing it again.
And thank you for joining us with Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC.